Midnight Memories, the podcast. I'm Aoife. I'm Ali. And today we have Kenna and Sarah from Name Three Songs. Yay! Hello. Hey, besties. Hi. Oh my God, thanks for coming on. <gasps> Any excuse to talk about One Direction is very exciting. For me. Hello. <laughs> um, so for anybody who doesn't listen to you guys' podcast... Why don't you tell them a little bit about it? I feel like we should have practiced this. <laughs> oh my god, don't worry. We haven't done this in a minute. Um, oh my god, I feel I'm like gonna... we haven't recorded in ages. I feel like out of practice. Even yesterday I was editing one and I was like, I have a podcast? <laughs> like, anyway, introduce yourselves. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Jenna. Our podcast is called Name Three Songs and we challenge sexism in the music industry and empower fangirls. And I'm Sarah, and Name Three Songs is mostly my fault. (laughs) 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 Because I'm full of rage against men who don't take girls seriously for liking music. And Um, Jenna also is filled with that rage, hence why I ring her, like, wrangled her in. And I was like, hey, hey, buddy, (laughs) you want to talk about how much the music industry and just people who talk about music hate girls and anything girls like? Um, and then it sort of led us into realizing how much more there is to it than just like that surface level nonsense. And now we're just like full on feminists that want to see the world burn. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> like every day I'm like, Jenna, I'm going to go get my doctorate in misogyny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's been an eye opening journey the whole way through. So yeah. <laughs> I love it though. If anybody is listening and enjoys when we have like half intelligent conversation, then you'll <laughs> love the girls podcast because they actually like talk about it in depth. And yeah, it's great. <laughs> that was a great pitch for me about getting people to listen. So, <laughs> um, so what was like the straw that broke the camel's back where you were like, fuck this. I need to be talking about this. I need to start this podcast. Well, I mean, we were in the middle of a pandemic and like you were still on Twitter seeing like concerts aren't happening. The music industry is basically at a standstill and you're still seeing like this fucking nonsense of just like girl, like people only lifting up the same voices that are always being lifted up, like other women, like women in music still not being taken seriously, just all these problems. And like I was having conversations with friends like in the industry who are kind of like oh like I hope things change when this is over and I'm like well you already work in the industry and like a good job like are you doing anything to help change mm-hmm. that for when things go back to normal they kind of be like well no mm. <laughs> not really um Despite. and so it just was kind of like that whole mess of things of just sort of realizing like okay this is a really big problem and the fact that I'm like sitting at home not going to concerts and I'm mad about it is yeah. the worst so then I kind of was just, I called Jenna and I was like, hey, um, I have this idea. I have the name already, but I like don't 100% know where we're going with this. Yeah. But I know the feeling <laughs> that I want to encapsulate, which is when somebody comes up to you and is like, you can't possibly know the anything about that band whose shirt you're wearing. And then you're just like, no, I do. And they're like, all right, then name three songs. And it's like, 
I can sing you three songs. I could not even name you three One Direction songs because I can't <laughs> correlate the title with the lyrics because they have nothing, they have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> yeah, some of the time, yeah. <laughs> um, so you guys are big 1D fans then? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we go way back. <laughs> you guys were fans from like day one? Right, pretty much like pretty, pretty, pretty much pretty, pretty early on, Americans. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, as early on as like a non X Factor UK viewer could be, I guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, um, who was your fave? Who was your boy? Harry, all the way, Harry, all the way. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I was like fully in love with Louis. I was like, wow, look at this little oh, French cool. boy in his striped shirt. <laughs> <laughs> lived the French life for a while, didn't I? <laughs> but it's so true. I used to think that as well. Every time I looked at him, I was like, "He's so French." I Bonjour. think your outfit felt very reminiscent of the Little Prince, like picture book. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Wow. So I was like, "That's it." <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. What? Well, so it was. What makes you beautiful then? when you got into them I think I got into them like a, a bit before it came out like the music video came out um was it, like a tumblr thing because well, my, si- my sister was like how what year did that come out 2010 so mm-hmm. I was 18 my sister was like 15 so she would have been like on that side of the internet that I was not mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. and she was like oh there's this British boy band and I was like somebody's ripping off McFly and she was like actually <laughs> And I was like, cool, sounds great. And then yeah. got like really obsessed with them. And then the night that music video dropped, like my best friend came over and me, my best friend and my sister were like dancing around our basement to this music video. And we're like, wow, this is the best thing that's ever happened. And then I just sort of pretended One Direction were McFly for like five years. I, was like, nice. I will never come to America and give me the, the love I deserve. So yeah. <laughs> we'll fill the Dougie Pointer size hole in my heart. <laughs> so- uh- I didn't know were McFly big in America. I didn't, no, I didn't they know they tried. They they, they, they started in just my luck with Lindsay Lohan. They played one concert. Yes. In what New a movie! What a movie! Yeah. <laughs> um, memory unlocked. That yeah, movie failed miserably. Yeah, it had like a sticker of McFly on it, as if yeah. I don't know what was that was such a strange. Yeah, and Harry dated like, her, didn't they? Yeah, they like hooked up. She, he was on her sex list, which is that's like- my favorite <laughs> piece of culture. Is I her did fucking not know that. Yeah, what? Her, Lindsay- her sex list. They made yeah, a, she like posted the song. list of all of the celebrities she had hooked up with. She yeah, just put like, it Harry online at like the bottom of this list. <laughs> um, wow. I love it. But yeah, I like made a friend on vacation who was British, and she sent me like their first ever single in the mail as like you do when you meet friends on vacation you become pen pals like in the early 2000s oh my god and so I was like obsessed with them was like on live journal obsessing over McFly and then they were like sorry we tried once to break America yeah (laughs) we don't have the budget to do it again (laughs) I was like well One Direction is here yeah One Direction has the budget so did you guys get to see them live and stuff when they were going I saw them One Direction or McFly One Direction if I still exist. <laughs> yeah. 
I saw I saw One Direction. I want to say like three or four times. Oh, nice! Like twice in America, and I think twice in England. That feels right oh, in sick. my soul. Oh my god, amazing! Where did you see them in England? <clears throat> um, the O2. Wow. Oh, cool. times. <laughs> nice. Oh my god. Um, and then I like, yeah, I found them because of Tumblr originally when they were on X Factor, and then I kind of didn't really pay attention to them until what makes you beautiful came out mm. and then i saw them twice in texas in dallas and san antonio and then i've seen harry in london oh class nice <clears throat> and so obviously this week if you've looked at title of app you know we're talking about heart attack and rock me and you guys asked to come on this one from all the songs available so are these like your faves um, Rock Me is my favorite song to ever exist in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because you'll yes. like mention this on passing on you guys' podcast as well. I love it. I love the passion for Rock Me. I just feel like it, this was like, a, and I was so disappointed when I found out that like they actually had nothing to do with the creation of this song. <laughs> because like when I heard the song, I was like, this is what they want to be. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is their true blue emotions. Yeah. It's like this overtly sexual song. But I had like the worst thing where I forgot that this was happened so early in their career. And so I thought that I had a false memory of like when I saw them the first time in real life. Uh, Because there was like this 11 or 12 year old girl with a sign that was like, Harry, I want you to rock me. But I was like, that song is too rock and roll to come out on this album. So there's no way that that happened. And I must have imagined it. But then and we did our episode where we like went through every One Direction song and I was like holy shit that did happen yeah oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> you think it's- it would be on Midnight Memories yeah, but it wasn't it was, it was they were ahead of the game yeah mm-hmm. yeah even um, though isn't this the one that's like very like um like the it sounds like we will rock you yeah this is yeah. yeah 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 one of the ones where they rip <laughs> off is. a song just to get the little bit of extra press where it's like hey why do one direction do this just like most of their real hits. music silly <laughs> girls who listen to them the classic those hard live though oh my god mm. we'll but talk also- about her we'll talk about her more later because I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Okay, fair. I just want to say that Heart Attack, also a very good track. Also, mm. probably the best two tracks on here. But Yeah, well, let's talk about Heart Attack now. Track six. Heart Attack. Just don't feel right. And I'm like, Ow! never thought it hurt so bad. Getting over you. I do this and then it sounds really bad whenever I have to cut them in so <laughs> never never do that again um so yeah heart attack this song is a blast this is fun yeah I really enjoy this one it's just funny like how much I don't really realize what they're singing even though it's like so clear what they're singing until you like go read the lyrics and you're like wow yeah cool <laughs> yeah for some reason in my head, before I went to listen to this today, I thought this was the, I, I thought yeah. this was I Would. Oh. I thought, like, the whole time I was like, where's the bit about the 27 tattoos? <laughs> I, when, do you know, like, when I was, like, 
we're trying to remember what songs we're doing this week. I was like, oh, Heart Attack. And then when I went to try singing in my head, I kept singing the Demi Lovato song, Heart Attack. <laughs> I Imagine One Direction I trying to sing how this went. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I just love that on Genius, it's like chorus, Harry and all and Niall. And when you cl- hover over Niall, it highlights the owls. Oh my yeah. God, it does. I'm on the <laughs> <laughs> They all got to get their credit. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I think this is very like this album. This is one of the songs yeah. that is very much like the sound and the vibe of what yeah. Take Me Home was. Yeah. Very I'm much like an arena track. Just sort of like sums up the entire sound of the album though, doesn't it? Like yeah. everything on this album sounds a little bit like this song. Mm. Which is probably why I confused it with the other song this is like the salt of the album that they've sprinkled in everywhere else (laughs) it wasn't even i don't even think it was one of their like promotional singles was it no no it's just live while while we're young which is literally the worst song to ever exist ever (laughs) thank you thank you thank you because Um, when we did our episode on it i was like yeah she's fun and then when we released it and i listened back i was like I hate this song actually. So I had to make a it retraction is, I, and I, say I, it sucks. <laughs> no, this song is the absolute worst song to ever exist. Okay, but like the song itself is fun, but also the premise of that song is very troubling. <laughs> but like, we're not here to talk about that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, I feel like so many of their songs are very kind of just like, you, you, you all right, boys? <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no boy, no boy aged 18 is all right. That's just <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't even That's writing them. Like most of this album and their like including this song, and I think Live While We're Young was written by that like core group of Friends of the Pod, Christian London, Shellback Seven, uh, Carl and Robbie, who are on like basically every song. And so it's like, do we need to have a sit down with you guys? I just like love that like these lyrics came from like 30 some odd year old men yes like are they okay like what's going on like I just love when like sometimes we'll post one direction lyric breakdowns on like tiktok or something and somebody will be like well actually the person who wrote this was going through a lot and like they wanted their significant blah blah and I'm like why are you standing up for a 32 year old man making like 18 year olds sing something kind of wonky yeah like, that's a weird yeah. choice yeah you you can stand but like you don't have to stand that hard you, know? <laughs> you can like yeah. let some things through you know <laughs> You can only like something if you're willing to like die to defend it. That's that's the only way. <laughs> that's Dan Twitter, I that's guess. It. And then if anyone tells yeah. you you're wrong, you go, "I'm a minor, so shut the fuck up." <laughs> that's how yeah. I feel about anyone who tweets hashtag stream walls. I'm like, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't have to. <laughs> we forgive you. <ya. laughs> I also just like since you mentioned Louis, I love that the only thing that he has. A solo in is two lines in the breakdown of but seeing you with him just don't feel right yeah and it's like what was so special yeah, about yeah. those lines yeah Mary, obviously <laughs> oh my god stop. maybe it was like stop. maybe he updated his contract this album to be like i need at least two lines on every song since you powered me so hard on the first album and so oh they're my just god. and yeah. they're like okay we'll give you the gayest lines possible <laughs> Like yeah. anything to like stoke the fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we want to fuel them. Fuel yeah. them. So there's too many hints at the at that 
for people to assume that it's actually real because of it. Like, I would just think that it's like adults being like, this is funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then the two of them being like, please stop making me fucking do this. I can have to deal with the tweet. Some little intern that is specifically told, you know, go find some Larry hints within some lyrics and make sure one of them sings those lines. Mm. Oh just my keep god! It going, just to keep them talking. God, like there definitely was. That was definitely someone's job because, I mean, so something had to start them off. Yeah. <laughs> that like, <clears throat> uh, Harry Casey, drop the truth. Um, what do you think of this one? <laughs> I think both of these songs are like very weird this week. Um, was this 2012? This yeah. album, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's a very 2012 song because I realized with my with my brain that it has that thing everyone was talking about like five or six years ago, the millennial whoop. Do you know that? Ah! Yeah. It's like, I think yes. like a three D or five. It has that in the chorus. So yeah, so it's like and that like that was a big thing in songs around this time, like again Katy Perry coming back around One Direction very much aping the career of Katy yeah, Perry. Yeah doing a lot of like Katy Perry adjacent songs Katie at the time. Vibes, yeah. <laughs> Katy vibes. yeah I thought this one it sounded I thought I was trying to think it sounds like something maybe it's just every song from that era I was kind of like is it are they trying to do like a moves like Jagger thing remember that Maroon mm. 5 song oh. yeah and kind of, it's, maybe it's just like the choppy guitars it's just like a song that sounds like a lot of songs in this, yeah. this period I think it's, it does sound like a lot of stuff on this album yeah. though it's still really fun very sing-alongable so um, just to contextualize 2012 with some hit songs we have uh, Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae <gasps> Jepsen <laughs> We Are Young by Fun Yes. Uh, Katy Perry's on her wide awake phase, and oh. Kesha has Die Young. Oh. So, Fires. what you said about the millennial whoop, very much reminiscent of this like 2011, 2012 time where yeah. IMO, no pop music was good in this time period. <laughs> all all pop music was bad. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I would go to bat for like the Kesha stuff from that mm. period, but I mean, mm. you obviously can't anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. no i was yeah. a big kesha fan i mean like i yeah i feel like what you see but you were saying like the, to me this song feels like i don't know that it would have been a kesha song but like her album at that time like had the same energy yeah yeah, yeah. i just love this little synopsis of the song on genius so it's like trying to forget someone but they just keep coming to their minds <laughs> i love those when people write those because it always makes songs sound so deep Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then you play the song and it's all like it's just like not at all not I the vibes so genius funny. are laying out for me here <laughs> I mean, the only real annotation on this whole thing is that according to some twitter user Niall's the one screaming the owls <laughs> which is just hilarious oh god maybe he put that in his contract as well he also him and Louie got really pied in the last album so he had to get those eyes in you know <laughs> Yeah. How did it take how many people were on it? How did it take three men or four men plus five men to write five men to write? I'm trying to be okay, I'm trying to be all right, but seeing you with him just don't feel right. <laughs> Must have been like That's the a, easiest like, writing <gasps> sessions. No one you're gonna make millions. <laughs> That's five people. Mm. <gasps> Mm. Sorry. 
and those men are probably so well paid and they're probably all little bastards as well <laughs> yeah good for them good for them <laughs> But like it's fun, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a lot to say about her. She's just fun. It sounds expensive, you know. It's yeah. like better produced than a lot of their other songs, you know. Like the production can be quite dodge on One Direction songs. But this yeah. one sounds this like song- there was some effort put in, you know. I feel like using "This Is Us" summer as well, isn't it? I feel like this oh. is in a really fun part of this. I know I say that like some weeks, and I just never know which part of the film it is. But I know this is a good bit. <laughs> the, 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 hard, the hardcore fans listening yeah they know, know. What part know. Of the film they're like the whole film is a, is a good part yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no do you know what bit i always quote of that movie where it's uh they're in japan and they're like you drink it you drink something. it like you drink it you drink it yes <laughs> like oh. my friend jen always uh quotes that bit i don't even think it's in the movie it might be like in the credits where harry and liam are like fishing or something and harry's like look how outside we are liam <laughs> i like that your impression sounds like the one from that cartoon with the tacos oh my god yeah. oh my god <laughs> oh. i cannot do it i cannot do it but that's just what he sounds like, really, you know? <laughs> True. He's probably, like, much slower than me. <laughs> <laughs> Couple more ums in there. But, yeah, any last, like, little moments on this song before we move away from her? I feel like I just have so many thoughts about Rock Me. <laughs> that we just want to, like, get yeah. to her? Okay. There's a, so, there's a lot going on in Rock there's Me. A lot, there's a lot to unpack there. So we'll wrap up Heart Attack. Let's go around the Zoom and say, is she a bop or is she a flop? Harry Casey, bop or a flop? You know what? Compared to a lot of, like, the other crap I've had to listen to in the last couple of weeks of these <laughs> album tracks, this is... This pops. This is this is good. I'm I'm happy to listen to it. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, Jenna, uh, definite bop. Sarah, I mean, it's definitely a bop, but also just like kind of cringe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's 2012. That like yeah, that's like the blanket for all 2012 songs. Exactly. <laughs> cringe. Ali. Oh, definite bop. It's like mm. it's like peak this album. Yeah, yes. I'll say she's a bop as well. Yeah, very 2012 vibes, very like the vibes. Of it hit, like it hit the mark for the time it needed to hit the mark. She came and she did what she needed to do and then we moved on to the next song. So let's get into it. Let's unpack this little, this little present. <laughs> let's talk about Rock Me. I want you to rock me. I just have a question. I have a question really quick. Um, do you remember Summer 09? <laughs> I want to go yes, back I there do. like every night. I can't lie, it was the best time of my life. <laughs> okay, actor. Hi, she just got back from a little a little turn on the off-west end, is what my CV is gonna say there. <laughs> it's working. Um 
Yeah. This, this song is a gift, and I hate mm. that it's a gift from one of the worst men in all of music. We can't ignore the Dr. Luke shaped elephant in the room. Oh, yeah. Like, that makes this song so much like. Bleh. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a lot of writers on this one, no involvement from the usual team, no involvement from one day. Um, so we've got, of course, Dr. Luke, Sai, who works on everything with everyone. And if you're listening to this being like, not my fave, he's never worked with my fave. Yes. You're wrong. <laughs> he has. Um, also, writers included Cool Kojak, who has a lot of really random credits. So he works with like Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, and then like the Victorious soundtrack. <laughs> Pay the bills. Pay the bills. Um, I'm start somewhere. Uh, who works a lot with The Weeknd, who worked on that really shit Sweet But Psycho song that I really hate, worked with Katy Perry a lot, um, Maroon 5 a lot, and also wrote and produced Wrecking Ball and How to Be a Heartbreaker, Bops. And then also Peter Svensson, who worked with a lot of the same people, like The Weeknd, worked with Ariana, like a lot. I also wrote for Troy Sivan, who I love, and Megan Trainer. Remember her? <laughs> mm, <try laughs> and then to. Sam Hollander, who, as I went through his credits, I was like, oh, I need to tell Sarah and Jenna this. Uh, a lot of like pop punk credits. Uh, the now recently cancelled We the Kings. Interesting. Oh. Are they cancelled now? What is happened? Their singer's an anti-vaxxer and also yeah. just like doesn't believe COVID's oh. real. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, what a thing to throw it all away for. I know, right? Oh, wow. Like, just let me listen what? to check. Yes, Juliet, you fucking yeah. bastard. What a thing to throw it all away for. Um, that was amazing. Yeah, so... Uh, Sam Hollander worked with them on Check Us Juliet Will Be a Dream worked uh, with Boys Like Girls uh, on Whoa. a bunch of these are all bands I thought wrote all their music along. Panic <laughs> Panic Blink-182 Good Charlotte yeah Metro Station the Academy oh, is just like we were poor once we're from Maryland yeah. why do they need a writer yeah. I know <laughs> uh, and also worked on Smash Season 2 Iconic how oh random. I know. Got paid bells in it. Wow. There are also, literally 3,000 people on this song. There's a lot. And why did one of them have to be Dr. Luke? I mean, I guess it makes sense that this track stands out from the rest of the album because it wasn't the same writers as the rest of the album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it also true. makes sense that somebody who writes pop punk songs wrote this song. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would also say it also makes sense that it it does sound like uh, a song written by five different people in like <laughs> seven different rooms, maybe. It's, yeah. like, it's such an unusual song. They so came here today to tell you One Direction, fuck. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like they want they this is like the most explicit they've sang about sex. I feel like because every other time it's one of those like virginity loss anthems. Liam Payne has based his whole career off of the feeling that singing Rock Me gave him. <laughs> that is so true. I need a lie down. That. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 
and yeah, he, go, he goes from sort of he goes from this to like naughty list. It just gets it just degenerates <laughs> over like mm. over the years. Like I said, I used disgusting. to play this CD in the car, right? If I was like in the car with my ma or whatever, I would always skip this song because I thought it was too much. I was like, I can't <laughs> listen to this with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> tell me Irish, like tell me Irish. <laughs> yeah, it's so uh-huh. true. Yeah, this one would get the, the hard skip, even though I loved it. You loved it. Uh, I also thought it was like proper, like this is rock and roll. <laughs> Yeah, it's too too much. It's too much for my (laughs) mum. She couldn't take it. She can't handle it. it. (laughs) Yeah, um, like it sounds expensive again. It's you know, Mm. Hawker Summer 09, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) when One Direction Mm. were like 10 years old, they were. Well, that's what I was just trying to figure out. I was like, literally, how old were they in 09? So Louis was like 20, because I was 20. Well, no, in 2012 when this came out. So they were, so this is why I thought he wrote this, because I was like, oh, he would have been 17 in summer 09. I get it. Because he's like from Doncaster, where all you can do is like get blowjobs under a tree. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe Louis was having hawker summer in 09. Like for Louis, this makes sense. For nobody else in that band, they were all yeah. like fetuses. Yeah, because yeah. you that always be see weird. those memes where it's like their pictures from actually 2009. It's like, really? You were dressed as Scooby Doo? Really? <laughs> like, you did what in summer or not? Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't believe you. Yeah. Yeah. She she went to a different school. <laughs> <laughs> She's from Canada. It all happened at, on holidays. It was all happening on holidays. <laughs> I just love how it's like under the moonlight as we stared at the sea, the words you whispered, I will always believe. And it's like, I want you to rock me. <laughs> Is that, are we paraphrasing what she said? Is that just what he heard? The waves were really loud and she said something else and he heard that? I just love like the buildup, like this, this like scene setting of like under the moonlight, staring at the mm. sea, like she's whispering to you, like you think it's going to be really romantic. And she's like, nope, fuck me now. <laughs> I also enjoy that it like hints that she whispered like I want you to rock me. Yeah. And then she also whispered I want you to hit the pedal heavy metal. Short oh, hair. I mean, she yeah. also was like please know where the clitoris is. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was right. That didn't right. They couldn't fit that one in. Oh. <laughs> A very well educated teenager of yeah. knowing what she wants un- yeah. under the moonlight. Yeah. <laughs> R O C K me again. Wow. Oh, girl, oh, I'm inspired by that Britney Spears song, like If You See Amy. Definitely. Because I feel like wasn't this the time where that's what was big and pop was to like allude to very directly? I think so. Sounds right. Yeah. Rihanna was doing that at this time as well, wasn't she? In like very direct ways. Yeah. 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 That album. Oh yeah, my god. This is like a big fan fave. This like charted. Like the girls love this. I'm just like so obsessed with these lyrics because it's also like this pre-chorus of I used to think that I was better alone. And then why did I ever want to let you go? And it's like, what is this insinuating? <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't let her go until she was like, I'm gonna put out. And then you were like, I'm back, I'm invested. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is just the plot of Greece. Again, we're coming back to Greece. Yeah. Coming back to Louis <laughs> Tomlinson. Yeah. yeah. And this is this is on Greece's effect on One Direction. 
we're, we're also coming back uh, anytime Louis sings in this song. There's also someone else singing, or he's like pitch corrected to uh, to like Louis uh, is used as a vo as like an instrument instead of like actual <laughs> vocal skill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God bless. Poor guy. Poor yeah. guy. It's just like still funny to me that like Niall and Louis were essentially hired to be cute for like yeah. six years. Yeah, until they figured mm-hmm. out how to sing. Yeah. And then even I mean, once Louie got good, they Have they like, figured out? Have they both figured out? <laughs> I'm not saying mean things about Louie Tomlinson in this house. No, no Louie Slander while we're here. <laughs> no Louie Slander. <laughs> oh my gosh. Louie Tomlinson was destined to be in a pop punk band and he just needs to figure that out. <laughs> yes, so true. Oh my God, the hair and all. Mm-hmm. He could fit like right into all time low. <laughs> Imagine. Where's the collab? I need it. Where's okay, so I'm just looking here, and this was on re released on an EP in 2014 with what? Midnight Memories, Story of My Life, Rock Me, and Come On, Come On. What a fucking strange put together of songs. That's a weird. Why? <laughs> I Yeah, what was that for? I don't. It must have been when the Midnight Memory single was coming out, but I don't know why. Like, there's songs from the old album on it. Oh, it says live versions. It's for tax Uh, purposes only. It was (laughs) Midnight Memories, and then Story of My Life, Rock Me, and Come On, On were live versions. Yeah, and it was exclusively sold in the Cayman Islands. (laughs) The Rock Me one was from This Is Us. And so was yeah. Come On, Come On. And then Story of My Life was an X Factor performance. Okay. So rogue. Aww. Like, what was that choice about? Yeah. Um, but my other favorite thing that happened after Rock Me came out was that the pseudo pop punk band called The Century covered Rock Me and they like made it sexier. By, I like, don't remember this. Oh, they did like an acoustic oh version them. of Rock Me. And I was like, Mm. oh my, oh my god. god you'll have to send us a link please screen share and show it to us now how could you make one direction sexier <laughs> <laughs> it can't be done <laughs> like it was it was a lot to unpack oh my god yeah they're sending they it are, in the chat they're oh serving god. they're doing a lot here <laughs> Oh, that's a 2012 haircut. Oh my oh. god. This that was a Backstreet Boys intro. Oh, look at those yeah. cute Ooh. little videos. Look at this cute little video. I remember this era of YouTube. Like, oh. This is like their friend just learned how to use iMovie. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Angel voice. I loved them so much. Is this gonna, is something like big gonna happen in this? That I'm not no, he just goes oh, higher. Oh, damn. <laughs> like it would have been fun if it like broke down. Yeah. Yeah, because like You're whenever, so remember when, whenever, uh, 1989 came out by Taylor Swift uh, like it wasn't on Spotify so there was like 
loads of like uh, post-hardcore like random YouTube bands got really big hits doing like uh, horrific covers of Blank Space where they're like screaming. Yeah. Uh, someone should do that with this. They should. Yeah. yeah. Instead he was like, I'm gonna make this more sensual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We that was beautiful. Oh. What are they? Manskin, that Italian band. Oh we should my send God. them rock me because they yeah. do a version of Kiwi and it's like pretty hot. So we should yes. send them rock me. Yes. Oh my God. Do I they also... do requests? <laughs> um, they will now. <laughs> I love the little bit in this where Liam goes like, whatever they edit it it's where he's like we never say goodbye bye bye bye, bye. bye. oh yeah it's so like <laughs> justin timberlake or something i like fucking love it it's uh, yeah. just such a little great production moment i mean when you said he modeled his career after this single song <laughs> checks uh, out like God, his first album was a justified i fuck you're welcome album so <laughs> he just can't lie it was the best time of his life Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, she's she's a fun one. She's interesting. I don't I she's not a skip like. No, no, no there's, well, there's Harry like Casey, so much. you seem to hate it. Oh no, no, there, there's like now that we've talked about it and thinking about it a bit more, I do actually I do like it. It's just like it doesn't know what it's it's like the start of it is obviously we will rock you, and then mm. it's obviously named it's named after that as well. Um, but then the chorus is fucking. Uh, I I thought I was going crazy, and I was like, no, it's not that. But then I looked, I googled it, and uh, the noted music publication, the Washington Post, agrees with me. It sounds like "Said Ain't So" by Weezer. That chorus, that bit, it's so weird. I guess like they were obviously going for that. Yeah. Yeah, but um, it makes sense when you look at like the credits that especially yeah. that. Peter's fans no that Sam Hollander had that that he seemed to have a lot more influence on it because yeah. there's a lot of like random other ones yeah so I wonder if that was him but then there's that that bit where it's like Duh, I can't sing but where it's like heavy metal that's like such a like not not what you'd expect <laughs> from like a a song any song yeah. really they're maturing <laughs> they're growing up yeah they're trying yeah. their best. Um, the song and then, is curveball after curveball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I used to love um, when they did it live and they would do like the Queen stomp. Like the arena would do like the stomp stomp oh, yeah. thing at the beginning. Yeah. And there's like this massive build until they started it. Uh, I can't remember what tour when that was like huge in Dublin. I was like, oh my God, this is what a concert should feel like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying, I'm looking at like where the track listing goes next when we go from this to change my mind, which is a much more like little cutesy teenager boy song, like more vibe of um, Last First Kiss. We go right oh, yeah. back to like, and we're innocent again now. Yeah, if, you hit the, just... if, you hit the, if you hit the young girls in the other song like this, it would just be, it would be pandemonium, be crazy. <laughs> Can do it. Can do it. You don't want to be one. <laughs> no, I just be one. like want the girl who rock me is about. Like, let's just like let's pretend that that's like one person to then pl- play the next song, and she's like, "What is happening here?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I taught you so much. 
What do you mean? <laughs> oh my god, that's why he wants to go back tomorrow night. He needs another lesson. <laughs> I think, like, Rock Me, I think, awakened something in a lot of teen girls. <laughs> well, you think I'm Rock just going to leave it at that. Like, sexual awakening. Yeah. It was something. Yeah. Louis Thompson. It wasn't nothing. Chanting. Louis Thompson chanting, fuck me. <laughs> oh, man. What a time to be alive must have been. I wonder like, how hard they had to try to not sing, fuck me, every night. I was just gonna say, like, did they? They never did a lyric change for this, did they? Do you know what I mean? They like slip in sneaky shit like that all the yeah. time. They never did it for this one. I'd say they got like a hard warning. Simon Cowell probably sat them down and was like, "Be fucking careful with that rock me song." Yeah, we you say fuck me get... once and you're out. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't even get to sing this chorus. It's all Niall. Oh, Who's no. Niall fucking in 2009? No one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no one. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe half of Mullingar, but absolutely no one else. Yeah, that mm. Christmas was his summer '09 before he went back on tour. Let me tell you, you're Oh my god. Um. So, any last burning thoughts on Rock Me? And yes, can Louis Tomlinson yeah. cover this song, please? Kate, thanks. Yeah, why aren't they doing this one when they're all doing like, oh yeah, I'll cover, uh, oh, what makes you beautiful, and I'll do little black dress at my shows. Somebody needs to be brave and do rock <clears throat> me. We want a deep cut. Thank you, Louis. Yeah. If you're listening, Liam. If you're listening, <laughs> hi. Yeah. They'll, they'll save that for like ten years, and ever no one's going to their shows anymore, and then someone will like have the set this time, and I'll be like. They're doing a B-side from 2013. Yeah. Gotta go. This is a... That's when you bust out the deep cuts. It's like when Louis performing in like weather spoons around the country. <laughs> <laughs> Play rock me. <laughs> oh, oh my, my God, imagine. If we ever see Louis, we're bringing off, a so... sign. We're bringing yeah. a sign saying Play rock me. Play rock me. Is she? He'd definitely be like, fuck off. Literally, he'd be like, ah, you're getting kicked out. Um, yeah. So she's spicy, but is she a bop or a flop? Sarah? The boppest of bops. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such crack, isn't it? It's a gift. Mm. It's a gift. <laughs> Harry? Yeah, this this pops. This is good. Mm. This is genuinely good. It's like insane, but it is also great. <laughs> this might be Harry's favorite so far, isn't it? Yeah. I and I thought you were gonna hate this because he like yeah. wrote in our group chat like an hour ago to be like, do people like these songs? Or it's just the like vibe we're going in with here. It's so it's so not what I expected. It's so unusual. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. it's just so not what yeah. I, you expect from an album like this at uh, this time yeah. yeah this is this is like more the direction they end up going in on midnight memories so yes yeah so you'll true. enjoy the album more harry jenna you say so um it's an absolute bop and agree midnight memories solid solid album mm. Mm. ali absolute bop two bops this week incredible i'm saying like i don't think you can call this a flop like the dr luke is like itchy i'm still gonna call it a bop (laughs) 
you know? Let's just, like, let's just separate the imagine artists. that all he did on this was export the file. We'll just... <laughs> <laughs> he did nothing else he like fucking emailed it to someone else yeah. like, that was the his only job and they just yeah. had to put his name down he didn't he didn't make this song yeah let's write him out of history he had nothing to do with it <laughs> i'm good with that yeah he's gone dr luke who yeah bye um okay amazing two bops this week we love mm. to see oh these are fun us. songs those they're fun songs yeah, yeah both fun to like really sing along to both the vibe of this we'd love to see it and so this is the portion where we would usually play a game but this week listener i have been busy and so instead (laughs) we're gonna do a 1d news roundup because i don't know it just feels like a lot's going on at the minute like something happened with all of them this past week so let's review it as a yes. 1D podcast, it is our job. Um, so let's start with Zayn getting into a bar fight. Fair play. What? I didn't see this. <laughs> what? 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 I'm like, I work yeah. at the sun and I am not aware of this. <laughs> so he was like filmed, not like a fucking fisticuffs. I don't know why that's the word that I used. Um, <laughs> but he got, he got in a screaming match with someone. In Pennsylvania? was like recorded saying um a gay slur and Zane or the other person Zane so everyone (laughs) all of our faces yeah everyone was like what has happened what has happened it has all come to light now that the person he was fighting with is like Bella Hadid's PA's friend or somebody in their circle kind of that that person called Zane the homophobic word and he went he like just repeated it back so he did say he got in a screaming fight at a bar in rural Pennsylvania (laughs) and somebody understood understood he was saying enough to know to record this yeah I guess because you can't really hear what the other guy says and then Zane just like says it back um but yeah, just a bit of a scream yeah, match. I... There was there was like a couple of days of like discourse about it where people were like, "Oh fuck, are we canceling Zayn? But we need to know what happened here." And then it turned out that the other guy called him the word, and so he just like repeated it back in a way of like, "I'm a what?" Jeez. Oh my god, Zayn! So when he's not being a parent. And doing massive product placements in his music videos. Zane Malik getting into bar fights. Love that for him. Yeah. Uh, He's a Bradford bad boy. So, you know. Hey, this is it. Like, what more can you expect from him? Just a little boy from Bradford. And now he's smashing it. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. Niall has been promoting his floppiness song with Anne-Marie. Actually, do you know what? I take everything I said back. I actually really like it. It's so bland. It's made to be like, oh yeah, yeah. But I, I do like it. I think it's vibey. It's nice when it's on in the car. That's I yeah. Made to I do, take like... everything I said back. Also, did we see his interview on Jonathan Ross to promote that song? Nope. Guys, it you was did. actually very spicy. Yeah, my mom had it on. My <laughs> ma loves Nile Horn. She like 
Oh. I, don't, I think she thinks like he's her son or something. She'll always be like, oh, Ali, Niall's on the TV. I feel like um, I saw a clip of this because they had like the barriers between the seats. Yeah, right? there but was I like don't little rem- screens. I don't remember what happened. So he, I don't know, Jonathan Ross is talking to whoever else was on the show and they're talking about people getting back together. And then mm-hmm. he like literally swivels the chair straight away into Niall and is like, so speaking of getting back together, oh how are you and the boys? Oh, yeah. And Niall is kind of like, he's a bit weird about it because like, I don't know, I feel like Niall is incapable of lying. Yeah. And it sounded, I don't know, not like explicitly now, but it very much sounded like there just was a massive fight uh, between them all and that Zayn will never want to get back together. Just oh, the I way don't he was talking, I was like. just like, I was like, oh, Niall, you cannot hide your feelings. Like, I love Zayn, but, like, why why would they need him? So true. Because they had a whole album without him. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, the Backstreet Boys, Kevin quit for, like, three years. (laughs) Yeah. Then he came back. But also, like, it was just funny because I feel like Niall is, like, Switzerland when it comes to One Direction, where, like, he's not, he doesn't have beef with anyone. He's like, well... I like I text them all, but like I don't know about the rest of the yeah, yeah. the rest of the buds. I feel like he's friends with all of them. I think like I don't know. It feels like Harry's sort of out on his own, and then there's like Liam and Louis, and then like Harry texts them. They don't text Harry. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's the other way around. Yeah, hey, 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 and then he's just leaving them all. I just imagine Harry just doesn't talk to anyone except Niall. I don't know why I just sort of get that vibe. But then, didn't Liam have something up now when we get onto the Liam news? Was it that Harry rang him? Yeah, so him. yeah, that's what Niall's been at. Harry, Liam has, as always, he's he's always chatting, isn't he? Liam's always on. And he was saying Harry has this like sixth sense for when to text him. And so he texted him and they had talked and he was like, speaking highly of harry as everybody does well, like liam also was chat. mean about harry at one time <laughs> yeah maybe harry hadn't spoken to him in a while maybe that's harry had to develop the sixth sense of when to text liam so he would stop shit talking him <laughs> <laughs> yeah because yeah what was it didn't he say one time he was like oh i wouldn't let him babysit my son that's like really because he paints yeah me get a grip God. he was like i don't know what the kid would be wearing <laughs> Well, look oh at yourself, God. Liam. Look at what you're wearing before you. That's oh, like such a classic, like dumb guy thing to say, though. He's like, I don't know if yeah. I would understand it. <laughs> Which one of them? What's hard to understand? One of them said something about like Harry. Now they didn't say Harry, but like you knew they were referring to Harry about him having like a massive ego. Was that Liam as well? One of them said something like that. that. I was like, like, that's really cheeky. That feels like a Liam or Zayn thing to say, Charlotte. Yeah, maybe it was Zayn actually because there was a little while because liam obviously talks about one direction a lot and there was a while where he didn't talk about it like he would talk about it really well and then would just like say something really cutting and then go back to being like but it was the best i feel like when we get our like jonas brothers style documentary Mm, about one direction there's going to be a really deep bit with liam where he talks about how he hated his life without the band Mm -hmm. i feel like we're never going to get that I feel like there's somebody ways like that somebody involved with One Direction, like I don't know who, but I just feel like somebody is too powerful to ever allow it 
to fully happen because I mean like you see like even when Liam's talking to people because he's still connected with like One Direction people like, he's always like looking off like he's being held captive so yeah. he like, talked about this on that podcast he was on where he says people always say this but he's like I'm just looking at my manager because we're friends but then maybe that's what they told him to say yeah but it's like I've worked in the music industry long enough and interviewed enough people that I know what the fuck that look is yeah, yeah. like like can uh, I say this am I already saying too much maybe when Simon mm-hmm. Kyle dies they'll be allowed and like because ben winston is writing the high of the friends reunion and will now be hired to do every big reunion that will inevitably now happen due to the success of the friends reunion mm. so because he's a friend of one day he will obviously be the first call when they want to do it interesting and it'll not I come just... for like a while i mean i guess like bigger bands like blur have like done docs where they like literally let everything hang out so i yeah. guess it's like not that wild i just like want a doc that like confirms that they were like all fully addicted to coke because like that's (laughs) the only thing that like explains half of their faces during that Mm -hmm. time period yeah well Mm -hmm. louis got like a movie coming right or some kind of documentary yeah maybe he will talk about it um the other thing liam said this week which i quickly edited into last week's episode via uh text to speech is him and maya have broken up Oh. Your 19 year old child bride not work out I just like I'll add thought- that out let's, let's be more sympathetic <laughs> I, 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 I didn't realize that the engagement was like a fi- I thought that it was just a rumor I didn't realize it was official yeah same I thought that they, everybody oh, no, was she just had speculating like a yeah, she had like she a huge a rock ring. like the ugliest yeah. ring I've ever seen in my life but like just what I remember from like us covering stuff at work like it was always like assumed like yeah. it was never confirmed like he never posted anything about it being like guess what we're engaged yeah Insane. to be fair yeah. yeah it was just a very like here's my girlfriend because then that's kind of how people were like have they broken up because they just started being like well she's at this person's house a lot on her social media mm. kind of the way that you do in your like a hometown friend group <laughs> um but yeah like the inter i didn't watch that full interview because it was an hour and a half and all the update <laughs> accounts on Twitter provided me with all of the good quotes. So sorry, bad journalism, tiki. Um, but he seemed to like be talking a lot more sense than he usually does. If that makes sense, like yeah, it was less like what are you doing this for, and a bit more like oh, I actually like I feel for you here. Yeah, I, I feel actually like maybe he finally shit. got a good therapist. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he's figuring his shit out. I hope so. Yeah. Come on, LP2 being actually good. Come on. <laughs> I have faith in Liam. I, I do yeah. think he... I think he has... The, yeah, I think he has the potential to be good. He may yeah. be a bit bland as a person, but um, I, I just know. like... I was the lean girl at the beginning. Do you know, if Sean Mendes can make it with, you know, a flower personality, then anybody can. So true. So, but his so music's true. better than Liam's, to be fair. Shawn Mendes slaps, actually. But, like, yeah, Liam just, just, like, ran too far away from, like, the Michael Bublé comparisons when I'm like, you literally could have been every mom's, this like, dream. It. Like, it was like, you right have it in the there, bag, baby. Okay. <laughs> could have sold so many Christmas albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, he makes that shitty Christmas song with that the monster face. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. That played on repeat in my work. I actually, oh, oh no. <laughs> I wasn't able. Yeah. 
Oh dear. But yeah, that's what Liam was up to this week. Seeming to be in a better place. So, one to watch. Louis went to a wedding. <laughs> didn't he, like, post a fo- he did. actually post a photo on Instagram recently? Oh, I feel well, like he did. Maybe. Louis. I feel like After I saw a photo on my like Instagram feed. Quarter of a million likes on his tweets just by saying good morning. Like, that's powerful. Louis has serious, like, power on the internet though doesn't he like he could tweet anything do you think five minutes his tweets are all like so like insipid do you think i think it must be a lot of people with bots like a lot of people have bought bots to like his tweets or something i don't know he's big his fans are rabid yeah yeah that's why that's why i'm saying bots as well because the fans are obviously like they don't need them they really just don't need them yeah yeah like Louis fans are fucking from the hardcore. beginning. The Louis fans went the hardest. Yeah, they really do. Um, so yeah, he went to a wedding. Hope good you had a good time, babes. Yeah, he's got like long hair. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh my god. Yeah. Like at, for a minute, I was like, "Is that a neck tat?" But no, it's his fucking oh hair. Imagine. Imagine how bad that would be. <laughs> oh god. Do you think Liam yeah, Payne will get a neck tattoo? Or, I think he might have pivoted away. going into dad mode. Like he looked- there was, yeah, there was a while where he kind of could have got a neck tattoo and now maybe he's all right. Yeah, well, he's there was like a that. while where he was like, ah, yes, I am the man who sings Despacito. Like he was just dressing like <laughs> a <Yeah>. Spanish man. He's like, I live in Puerto Rico and I speak Spanish. <laughs> I was like, sir. That was his whole look. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> wow. He yeah. he went like pure like Europop trash for a little while, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. His style. Oh my god. And, but the, my favorite thing about that that podcast interview is if you watch the video, he's dressed like the Rock in that super viral video, but like <laughs> instead of jeans, he's wearing khakis, but he's fully wearing like. Yeah. Oh, Harry Lambert, can you please just go style Liam? I think please. Liam would implode. He'd be like, What if you wore like two different colors? And he'd be like, Whoa, 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 whoa. I only know white and cream. Thank you. I, but like, I love how we side like the rest of them for dressing really badly. But like, realistically, Harry also dresses kind of badly when he's not being styled. Yeah. Harry looks like a drunk. Republican frat bro when he's not being yeah, right. Oh, yeah. He wears oh. a fucking gator. He wears the like mm-hmm. fake mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That man dress himself. Like, no. I love him. But he can't. And dress it's always himself. so expensive then. Like, because uh, basically what he's been up to this week is getting papped around London with Olivia. Oh, but when I was in London last weekend, Harry, you were nowhere where I was. What's <laughs> up, my babe? That's actually just kind of rude, isn't it? To be honest. What's that about? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, he's just doing around London, and then Twitter is rampant with the same Olivia discourse as always. I saw a TikTok of somebody getting like mad because people apparently somebody on like stand twitter they're like this is a photoshopped photo of olivia this isn't a new paparazzi photo this is a photoshopped image of olivia wilde from like x amount of time ago how embarrassing sociopathic like truly let this woman live Uh, 
Just let her be. She's also like gorgeous and creative and talented and smart and funny and nice. So I'm like, leave yeah. her alone. <laughs> yeah. Like, God. Um, she got vaccinated yeah. today as well. Upper vaccinated queens. And Harry is also continuously being papped shooting my policeman. And I will continue to just not understand why they aren't paying for a green screen wall. I just want to know where the pop shots are of him being gay. Because there's all the pop shots of him not being gay. Like, isn't that a gay movie? You're giving us a lot of him and Emma Corrin. Where's... Where's are they straight watch are they straight washing my policeman? <gasps> you heard it here first. They're like, can't let the Larry stands in. Yeah, he's literally like, please, we actually just need to make this the straightest possible movie we ever could. <laughs> he's like, I refuse to be questioned about my sexuality. So sorry, yeah. I just can't be gay anymore. <laughs> it's actually Emma Corrin getting off with the other fella, not Harry. <laughs> Changed the whole thing. <laughs> um but yeah I also we saw a tweet there just before we recorded where people were given off because they're gonna like move don't worry darling to 2022 but also don't worry darling was never coming out this year so I don't understand how that a release date that was not announced cannot be moved so sorry Stan Twitter did it not only finish filming like not very long ago as well yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I Yeah, the guards all seem to like not understand that. And especially if it's going to be an award season movie, that it's obviously going to come out between like December and like March. That's when those movies come out. So, is this Don't Worry Darling? Yeah. I'm living. Did we see, or is that what you were talking about? Yeah, that tweet where it was like, maybe if Olivia spent less time like running around after Harry Styles, it would be done. That's not her job. Literally. Maybe if you spent less time tweeting shite like that on the internet. Mm. Oh, Maybe if you went outside and able. touched some grass, you know. Go outside and touch some grass. You're yeah. just so jealous. <laughs> oh my god. Imagine someone sitting home mumbling and cackling instead of play- paying a motherfucking bill. Go to be Olivia Wilde. Oh, I'm jealous. Dear. Who isn't jealous of Olivia Wilde? Good for her. She looks happy and healthy. Mm, not me, if she ever cared to ask. Uh, <laughs> um, so all that is left to do now is go through our one thing. one thing. So this is one thing that we're all loving this week. TikTok, a really good dinner that we had, a really good dream mm. we had, <laughs> and that we all want to recommend to each other. Um, so Ali, what have you been enjoying this week? So mine's actually something that just came in the post today, but I'm obsessed. I ordered, they're like these, um, like just like gray tracksuit bottoms from Monkey. So my recommendation this week is wide leg tracksuit bottoms <laughs> from Monkey because they're so comfortable. <laughs> I know that's a little bit like off brand than the usual things I talk about but they're just so soft inside the material I'm sick of buying I bought Nike tracksuit bottoms like a couple of months ago wore them twice and then they had a hole in them because the fabric was so shit um but these ones are like thick really soft do you know that like when you get a new hoodie and you put it on and the inside of it is like that really like soft Mm. material it's like that but on your legs (laughs) 
that yeah. Yeah. sounds like That's a dream my one thing this yeah. week how thrilling okay. <laughs> yup monkey becoming <laughs> i sound like I, i'm sponsored i'm not i um, wish i would download code here's yeah. my 20 percent off code yeah uh, oh my god monkey if you're code, listening monkey. this dress i'm wearing is from monkey i fucking love monkey they come in lilac they come in green they come in tan they come in white they come in black they come in gray um, and she has so all yeah. of the colors and I have yeah I have the gray I do want all of the colors though so if monkey want to get in touch we have 250 followers on Instagram that we can recommend them to we can definitely buy more we can definitely buy more with the sponsorship money save yes (laughs) um Jenna what are you loving this week oh Sarah do you want to take a guess um is it pronounced TXT or just text? No, TXT. <laughs> this is oh. their hand sign. Jonathan's oh become gosh. a K-pop oh stan in the in like the oh, span God. of like a week and a half. Oh, um, yeah. I have gone full on K-pop. Um, this started with BTS, to be fair, and then I just fell down the rabbit hole. And then BTS's label mates, TXT, which are literal teens, um, released their banger of an album and i'm just loving it it. i've never heard them here's the thing they're called tomorrow by together but they're abbreviated txt Mm -hmm. um here's the thing is that like k-pop is like a gift (laughs) in that there's so much content there's so many music videos they're so talented um dancing singing like literally everything and then when they have their comeback which is when they release a new album they go on these like game shows and they're like hour-long shows where like fans ask them questions and they play games and they like perform and it is wild and like nothing's ever going to be the same like i don't even know if i can listen to american artists at this point because the amount of content is lacking in comparison to k-pop i didn't realize and i was you guys have episodes about k-pop not yet not yet there was one that i was listening to and you did like a bit on k-pop at the end and i didn't even realize like how much there was i just thought they they were like one direction but like in asia but i didn't realize that was like a character and like all of the other things to it yeah yeah i think we've mentioned it in a few episodes but I mean, K-pop is like a whole industry. People like go hardcore, like as teenagers, they go train for like 10 hours a day, just like for the chance to be put in like a group and debut and like truly, truly, truly wild. Oh, the Blackpink documentary is so good. Yeah. Explaining like that side of it. Like if anyone listening hasn't watched that, that like breaks down all that, like what, what do you even call it? Like that training school thing that they have to go they off call to. It, they're, they're like, uh, when they're training, they're just called trainees. Trainees, yeah. They go off and they're like trainees and then they sort of like mix and mash them into different groups. And then if something works, then it obviously like really works and they push it. And it's like, it's so intense. Yeah. Like, it's X Factor on like a whole other level. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was so interesting. I love that documentary. It really is. So if anyone's listening and wants to talk to, talk and wants somebody to talk to K-pop about, I'm here. Come find me. Hit me up. Harry yeah. <laughs> um, Casey, what are you loving? Um, I uh, I'm gonna do a book this week. I finished it in one day yesterday. Um, Is this the female uh, yeah, Joker was, book? Yeah, it's the female Joker book. Yeah. Um, 
uh boy parts by eliza clark um yeah it's like it's uh everyone says it's like um american psycho which i've only seen the film yeah i guess it's kind of like that it's about like this woman who's a photographer in newcastle i think it is in england and she like scouts uh was it like average looking men to take like basically fetish photos of for art uh and it's really fucked up and you probably shouldn't read it if you're not like <laughs> over 18 <laughs> but yeah it's only like 300 pages and like it's got like uh so yeah you can sort of blaster it in a day uh, but it was really good nice Henry, sarah what's your one thing I don't, I'm trying to, like, I've literally just been sitting here being like, what, what do I oh care God. about right That's now? That's the past, like, three days. Like, <laughs> like, I have, like, like, what do I, I have, care like, about half right things. Now. I have, like, um, a quarter thing. <laughs> I do, I do nothing. I see no one. Um, I listen <laughs> to my new playlist that I've made that's not a real playlist, which is just uh, switching back and forth between Olivia Rodrigo and Monaskin. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So that's Same. really good for my mental health. <laughs> nice. Damiano should be your one thing. Oh my gosh. King. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Um, I, I think my one thing is that I'm probably going to accidentally learn Italian um, <laughs> by oh listening God. to me, <laughs> 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 but Korean. Because my in. whole TikTok yeah. for you page is just like Italians translating these songs, oh. and then my brain is slowly starting to understand what he is singing. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> like, am I learning Italian? <laughs> I feel like if you know like another language, you, there's like pieces of a lot of languages in Italian. Well, yeah. So if like, you know I mean, like a little French. bit of anything else. Yeah, I know like a little bit of French and a little bit of Spanish, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Sound like words. <laughs> yeah. I have like leaving cert French, the most basic of basic Spanish, and then Irish. And I was like, I can pick this up the last time I was in that lane. Or maybe I just got used to it. Irish and Italian, famously like, incredibly similar. I know, but there similar. was just like one word where I was like, oh, they're the same. How strange. Yeah. But, <laughs> and now I'm fluent. <laughs> um, and now it's on my CV that I speak Italian. <laughs> now I'm Italian. <laughs> um, I, I think that my one thing that I have like had a big resurgence of, I guess, this week is moving to london and also folklore what a great album and it's been sunny and it just is really hitting it's really great but yeah i'm kind of the same as sarah i don't have like a a big one thing this week i've been busy so i guess my one thing is that i got a good night's sleep last night (laughs) that's Um, the one thing yeah getting your eight hours (laughs) um so that's us, I think, for this week. Sarah and Jenna, thank you so much for coming on with thank us. Thank you guys for having us. It's been fun. Yeah, thanks for letting me just be chaos for an hour. Oh my god. Girl, that's what we do every week. <laughs> um, if the listeners want much more structured and intelligent conversation, where can they find name three songs? Um, <laughs> Go, Go ahead. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> they are in sync 
we're the same person it's really bad like this is what this podcast has done to us we have the same thoughts all times um so name three songs is with the number three like not three spell out so if you want to find us we're at name three songs.com or at name three songs on literally all social media so instagram tiktok twitter yeah the important ones you know and where you can listen to us on all streaming platforms plus youtube mm-hmm so you can watch us be chaotic if you really like <laughs> like visuals sometimes they throw in some editing skills so okay mm, a little surprise okay. here and there a little okay. surprise here and there <laughs> um yeah i would recommend anyone who likes this podcast will probably go and listen to yours and be like oh fuck my night memories we've never listened to them again so maybe i won't recommend <laughs> listen to you guys um but yeah if you want to follow us on anything if you're not already we are at midnight mems pod everywhere and if you want to drop us an email we got a really funny email this week actually so if you want to like <laughs> yes. you want to keep us laughing uh you can find us at midnight mems pod is that the email midnight mems also pod. yeah shout out to the person who emailed us i actually forget your name but i'm sure we'll be in touch with you during the week who the subject line of the email was we are n- we are not famous or lean pain, but we really want to be on your podcast or something yeah, like that. It, it was so cute. I was like cracking up. So, hey, bestie, if you're listening, yeah, Ali, iconic. Ali, you right. killed us. It was so sweet. Yeah, I think the email's midnight memories pod at gmail.com. Midnight memories pod at I gmail.com. And everything else yeah. is midnight mems pod. Yeah. Look at my brain. It's so large. Uh, <laughs> if you want to follow me um, and help me get my monkey PR package, I'm at Aoife Brown 7 on everything. That's A-O-F-E-B-R-O-W-N-E, the number seven. If you want to follow me, I'm at Fizzy Alley on everything. And I also want a monkey PR package. If anyone from monkey is listening, I am right here and I only wear clothes from monkey. M O N K I. I. <laughs> That's so weird. I'm very tired right now. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at uh, sublingual underscore. No, that's the wrong. That's my Twitter handle. I'm so sorry. Uh, sorry, that's I'm so sorry. Squid Marky. Squid, squid underscore Marky, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my that god. That was his finsta. Really yeah, so that's the, the, insta, the uh, Yeah, you can catch me. You can find me there. Yeah, yeah. that's me. Uh, we'll be back next week talking about change my mind and I would so some more fun songs oh that's McFly next week Mm -hmm. so we'll keep a little space in the McFly heart for you Sarah (laughs) (laughs) so I'm sure we see you then bye